Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, but when we keep them bottled up, it can start affecting us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and try to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Um, I know I constantly need to vent or bounce ideas off somebody or just be heard. You guys need to check out BetterHelp Therapy is, I think, great for everybody personally. Um, If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash too judgy today and you can get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash too judgy. Welcome back to Two Dudgy Girls. This is Mary from the Bay and my guest host, Greg. I'm back. <laughs> He's back, bitches. Just like Camille. <laughs> exactly. Never went away. <laughs> That's a really good. Reference. I mean, I'm a little bit nicer sometimes. <laughs> um, Courtney is currently in New York. Stopping Dorit still? She was on the same (laughs) flight as Dorit, people. Same flight as Dorit. And it's unclear if she was in coach or first class. Courtney or Dorit? I think actually Courtney, (laughs) because she flies through work, she Uh, might get first class. So maybe she didn't notice her until the baggage claim because she was in coach. I mean, the picture that I saw had quite... There wasn't any clips in her hair, so maybe that's why Courtney didn't recognize her right off the bat. Courtney said she was freaking gorgeous, and she also said um, like she had quite quite the entourage. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Glam squad. Exactly, exactly. Okay, in news this week, so the Real Housewives of Dallas trailer dropped today. Thoughts? I need to pour one out for my homie. So I love Carrie Duber. I don't know what it is. Carrie Duber, if you're out there, I love you. Um, I just feel like, okay, so I'm very, like, interested in this because she's making it seem like she stepped down. Like pulling kind of like a Heather Dubrow, like a walk away. Yeah, and I'll give her two things. A, obviously they're very successful plastic surgeons. 
Also, she didn't go on either cast trip. So I wonder if she didn't make the trips. And so it was kind of like, you need to step down. I wonder, like, it kind of feels like it was mutual. I mean, they weren't ready to lose her, obviously. She's a good part of the show. She's definitely a pot stirrer. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'll be sad, but we have her replacement is named... Carrie. Carrie. Carrie with a K. With a K. Um, and she... Where's she from? She's foreign. She's definitely foreign. She has an accent, guys. <laughs> not from the Americas. <laughs> not from the Americas. Uh, I don't really know much about her. I had heard that Carrie had left, but I didn't know that they were adding someone new. So I really have no knowledge about it yet. I mean, besides Leanne Locken's new face. Le- <laughs> the Literally, the trailer. It doesn't look like her. No. but I was like, okay, I don't. The trailer was, like, hilarious. Like, the music, the timing, the pre-saying stuff at her wedding. And I also, it it made me feel good because I didn't feel like this entire season is going to be based around her wedding. I didn't even even know they went to Thailand. So I think that's going to be fun. It seems like Dallas stays... Which is weird. I feel like they promote themselves more on social media, like 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 my outfit, that kind of stuff. You don't see a lot of their trips on social media. No, and Whereas, I was like Beverly Hills posts everything on every single trip. And same with like Vanderpump Rules. Like we know this season we're going to get to see well clearly the wedding, but also like Tom Chella. They Tom just had his mm. birthday, or and then Jax's fortieth birthday. Like. You know too much because of social media, so I'm kind of... I think the Dallas girls are doing it right. Mm. I mean, it looks like there's some drama. Cameron's getting getting involved. I thought, I found it funny that the beginning of the trailer was Cameron and Brandy throwing napkins at a dinner table, mm-hmm. but then Cameron unloading her feelings on... Someone? <laughs> on uh, Brandy later, oh, okay. like on the beach. Like they were, She was like, oh... No, I thought Cameron was unloading her... Or no, Stephanie. Oh, It was Brandy and Cameron on the beach. Okay. Got it. I mean, I still love me some Stephanie. Dallas might be my fave. I I love to watch Brandy and Stephanie because they don't care. Like, Brandy doesn't (laughs) get... Like, she gives zero fucks. Like, she doesn't care what people's impression of her are. I mean, she did care when her kids got expelled from the Catholic school when she called wine Jesus juice. So she kind of cared then. A little. <laughs> yeah, just a touch. A little. Um, but yeah, I mean, here's the thing. What I like about Dallas, and we'll get into Potomac a little bit, but what I like about this is that they are like breakouts. Like Beverly Hills has to be a major player, right? New York has to be a major player. Yeah. Like no one expected Dallas to survive. And it has. And they thriving. are just ridiculous. Season four. And it's still Deandra versus Leanne, which we all tune in for every single week. And we know that Deandra did not go to Leanne's wedding. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Ooh, thank you That's for that nugget. For sure. That was for a great sure. nugget. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to Dallas, and I think it starts early September. It must After be the OC. No, the OC, and then we'll be on at the same time. Ooh. It's like it's like a month difference. There goes my weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I must just quit my job now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then so Lance Bass this Ooh. week stated that Katie and Tom aren't officially married. Like, they never turned in their paperwork. Thoughts? My thoughts are, my first thought in this is, how does Lance Bass play a role in this, first and foremost? 
But is he like the new like Lisa Vanderpump's puppet? Like maybe. Like here, thought, put like, out this info, Lance Bass. I thought he was like the L.A. County court reporter, and he was like recording the marriage licenses and just realized <laughs> their marriage license didn't come through because he has nothing else going on in his life than to talk about Vanderpump Rules. Um, but I mean, is it that big of a deal if they're not married? I don't know. Then what was the point of having a wedding if you're not actually married? I actually have knew, pay for it. I actually knew someone that did this. Really? You know them, actually. Oh. I'll tell you later. Oh. <laughs> off, off I'll camera. tell you off air. <laughs> off air. And they literally, yeah. Like, no, then you don't have a wedding if you're not actually going to get the paperwork and the tax. What, why don't they want the tax break? I mean... Who knows? Isn't that why people get married? For the tax break? I mean, I find it very odd that, like, Bravo's brilliant at this, right? So Bravo, like, releases trailers and hints and news and, like, all this stuff, right? So how is it that Lance Bass broke two days ago with the Real Housewives of Dallas trailer today with we're on the horizon of OC, right? Like, they're very calculated in, like, what they do. Yes. And so, I mean, you might be right. Lance Bass works for Lisa Vanderpump. I would not be shocked if that was He's true. He's hawking dogs at Vanderpump Dogs. <laughs> Literally. Okay, I just have one recommendation for everyone to watch this HBO documentary. It's called I Love You, Now Die. And it's um, the a lot of the headlines that you saw were basically about how Michelle Carter uh, encouraged her boyfriend to commit suicide. And this is all, they literally only met five times in their life. They had thousands and thousands of texts uh, um, between the two. And this documentary, you guys, is mind-blowing. I didn't know which side I was on. Like, I can't, like, she eventually, I mean, this is public knowledge. Like, it's not like spoiler alert. This is real life. Um, (laughs) But she does get convicted. She is in prison right now for about 15 months And I can't wait for her tell-all book. But you guys, it's really, I think, an important documentary. I posted a lot of stories about it. I'm completely obsessed with it. And I think you need to watch it. I mean, I'm definitely going to watch it, for Mm -hmm. sure. It's It's on my list. I'm currently finishing When They See Us. What's that? Oh, the Baltimore or the sorry the new the Central Park Five who oh, were yeah. convicted of the killing right oh, on I, Netflix sixteen Emmy nods first of all which okay. is it's just incredible like okay. Ava DuVernay just did like an amazing job with it so I'm finishing that so I'm going to get to I Love You Now Die and it's only two parts only two hours which so. is and, yeah. I mean HBO does it right every single time with like a docu series like they know exactly what they're doing and I thought it was super neutral but wait but isn't the one that you're watching like Netflix. But it's not. It's not uh, a documentary. It's like um, a, it's, a drama. It is. I mean, it's a docudrama. There's definitely like interviews with the cast. It's but like there's like the, acting, the, it's like very, the yeah. O.J. Simpson one with Cuba Gooding. Sort of, but no. That's okay. a very. That's full acting. This yeah. has like interviews with the people with the oh, kids. Okay. okay. It has like jailhouse interviews. Like it's very. You know, it has flashbacks of like actual. Reporting footage. It's a docu series. Wait, I think I watched this. Already. When they see us, it's like four parts on Netflix. It's really. Oh bad. yeah, yeah. I, I already watched. That. I so honestly, you guys, I, I get so much knowledge in my <laughs> yeah, head. Right. I'm like, wait. Okay. We swear we actually go outside sometimes and not just sit in front of a TV all day. Greg but, said I look really tan, and it's true. It is true. Tanner than I am. So, but like, have I maybe just brought my computer out to the pool and true. watch TV true. outside? Yes. 
So I didn't know that she had a history of mental illness, which was like really interesting to find out. However, she was on Prozac. I mean, those text messages were like bone chilling. Like the things that she was writing were just horrific. And it's like, did she want the celebrity of it all? Like, did she want to be the center of it all? Or did she like, I I don't get it. And like, it's really hard for me to understand. There's so many layers to this story. She was also obsessed with Leah Michelle from Glee. And it was almost like she wanted, yeah. Like it is, she would send text messages like of things that Leah Michelle said. I can't. I literally just. So it was like, did she really like, we just want to be like Leah Michelle? Or, I mean, I thought it was going to make her famous and get her out of Newberry, Massachusetts. Where did she live? No, um, they both lived about 40 minutes apart. I want to say Plainsville. Something. Something like that. Massachusetts. But you guys, check it out. I love you. Now die. HBO doc. And I want to touch on the reunion, um, Roni reunion part one that came out last week. And let's talk about the seating arrangement. So we had Andy and then, of course, Bethany. She's never going to move from that spot. (laughs) Never. Never. Like, she's got a death grip on that spot. Yes. And then it goes Dorinda and Sonia. And then on the other side of Andy is um, Lou and Tinsley. And I couldn't believe Ramona. Number six seat. I mean, she must have died. Died. And then even on Watch What, she was on Watch What Happens Live with Dorit this week. And Dorit sat closest to Andy. Yeah. I, I... she is like, is is her time come? I mean, she got new teeth. Yes. Which was just bizarre. Like, I mean. Okay. 20 new teeth. 20. 20 she tops said and ten, bottoms. Ten, 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 ten top, top ten, ten bottom. bottom. So, I mean, I want new teeth. Mm-hmm. So I understand like what she was going through there. Mm-hmm. Um, I also know that like if I would have paid the amount of money that she probably paid for new teeth, I want everyone to notice my teeth. Right. Right. But then you could have a Lisa Vanderpump problem. Ooh. You know? Mm-hmm. Like Kyle's look great. Kyle's look fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. And then I thought it was interesting, like the amount that we talked about Dennis. It for me, Dennis passing feels very long ago. But I guess it was. This, this but is it, the first. That's how the season started, right? right so right. Bethany's first episode of filming was after Dennis passed away. Right. Um, I mean, it's sad. I think what's really good about this season is that it kind of brought like a human aspect to it, like this. What they go through is what we go through every day as well. It's kind of like... Bethany's package was... Okay, so started off with, like, Dennis's grief, then her wanting to sell Skinny Girl, then her, like, near-death experience, plus she's dating Paul. And I feel like she got a lot more real. Like, she almost, at one point during the season, pretended, like, her and Dennis were engaged She said it. She said fiance. She said he got down on one knee and I said, we'll talk about it. Whatever. I have a ring. Whatever. Right. But she made it seem like when he died, they were like engaged, which is not true. I think it's weird because I think during the season, she definitely took that route. She said, my fiance, we were engaged, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then at the reunion, she definitely flipped. Like she was like, no, I don't consider my fiance. We weren't engaged. It was a promise ring, whatever. Mm -hmm. Which, uh, I mean, I don't want to think that she did it to like start her season off at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really hard. I can't even imagine, like seven years of a divorce custody battle. Like I can't even imagine what she goes through on like on a daily basis. Um, well, you can watch her 40 Instagram stories a day. And literally right now she's doing a pasta tasting. Uh, so with I mean, Bryn. 
Oh. And I like. I also like. I, I zero would, Bryn this season. Zero Bryn. Oh, she never. No, Bryn's never on it though. She was on it. Was it two seasons ago when Bethany first came back? Bryn was on it a little bit with like Biggie and Smalls, like that whole. Oh really? She was, I do not remember yeah. that. Uh, okay. I don't remember that, but I, you know, the concussion. I don't have a good memory anymore. <laughs> um, okay. But I also thought it was really interesting because it was like asking Lou, like, what was your relationship with Dennis? Which I think was interesting to get cleared up. So Bethany said that she got Lou, like, the best lawyer in the nation. And then it sounded like, was he helping her with her finances or maybe he was like investing money for her or I something? I kind of took it as like he pulled some strings to okay. get her what she needed. I mean, it obviously didn't help because she kept drinking, but I mean, other than that. And the girls are going to accuse her of like not taking her sobriety seriously. Yeah. And they basically were saying like, she's still drinking and someone, someone sent us a DM was like, Lou's drinking in Sag Harbor. I was like, really? <laughs> I was like, I don't know if she like do it in public. And they're like, yeah, she has a poly girl. Isn't that, the, it's a not, no, Vex. And I'm like, that's oh, non-alcoholic. It is non-alcoholic. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think she was going to walk did, around. Did Denio come up from Miami for her? Because they are all over Insta. Oh, really? Yeah. They were like, she was on the beach with Denio. I did not realize that. Yes. Okay, so this is like her new love. I mean... Maybe. Jacques 2.0. <laughs> I still... I'll never forget that, you guys, I asked Luann if she... When's the last time she hooked up with Jacques and asked if it was her J- Justin Bobby? Uh, and she didn't know who Justin Bobby was. Shocking, because it wasn't part of the cabaret. <laughs> Life is not a cabaret. Um. Okay, any other major... Things. So I've loved that Ramona gave out her address. I'm sorry. It was like, and the entire, like everyone in the room was like, what are you doing? And he's like, you just gave out your full address on camera. Like she's nuts. Yeah. She does not live in this world. Like this week we posted her. New in, teeth, same in, Ramona. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, totally. Um, Okay, and then what did you think about, like, how they're, like, you know, they're calling... Ramona was like, well, Kingston's a poor town. You're ahead of the curve, Lou. <laughs> 15 but, years. 15 years ahead <laughs> of the curve. But Bethany was like, there's not paparazzi in your bushes. There wasn't people trying to take photos in the sailboat. Like, my my um, neighbor is Madonna. I'm with Jerry Seinfeld. Da, 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 da. I mean, I think it's hard. I think that we definitely saw that Lou was not in the right state of mind. So I can understand where she could take things like that. There her, was- her comeback was, when you get arrested, you get very popular. So, I mean, there was a photo of her in, like, a negligee getting out of a car, whatever. So, she could have taken that and run with it. I get that side of it, for sure. But, no, I don't think they were, like, repelling from the roof to get her photo. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't think that was happening. I don't think it was happening. Like, she's not Lindsay Lohan. I also thought it was interesting that Andy was, like, um, Bethany is kind of like a double standard with you and Tinsley. Ooh. Um, And... Bethany literally, like, already had her ammo. She knew that question was coming. Yeah, and I mean, I do think it's different because Paul didn't sign up for this. Bethany still did show photos. I mean, we've been through situations, a.k.a. OC, where, like, you couldn't even see Matt Kirschleitner. 
Well, you can see his mugshot now. But other than wait, that, like, you can't. I, wait, I also heard that, so Gina was just back in New York, you know, like, after he got arrested. Finding but, her center, like. Right. But then yeah. I also heard he was there with her. Mm-hmm. I mean, like someone saw them in a Home Goods. Oh, I got some. Ooh. I got a DM. <laughs> Not even like a pottery barn. No. Like a Home Goods. A Home Goods. Ooh, rough. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so but no, I feel like Paul obviously agreed to like have photos shown of him, obviously because he's hot. But I feel he like looks like Jason Hoppy uh, a little bit. I feel like he's a mix between the hot caterer and Jason Hoppy. Oh, Russ. Russ. Or Ross or Russ. I Whatever. think it was Russ. He can wrestle against me. Andy thought Russ was amazing. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that it's hard because I think like Tinsley and Scott like obviously agreed to this. They met on camera. She made out with him the first night. I mean, Bethany is clearly keeping that private. Mm -hmm. Unlike Bethany ever after where she peed in front of all of us to tell us she was pregnant. Yes. Um, Never forget. No, I think that was on an actual. Was that an episode and then it spurred into Bethany ever after? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that one. That was when I loved her, but I mean, times I, have changed. Sick of her crying. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, the poor me is a little bit old. Mm-hmm. I still love her. I don't her. have a family. Yeah, she's my girl. <clears throat> poor me is old. You're worth $200 million. We get it. You bought a house in Boston with Paul. Yeah. Live your life. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the Dorinda and Lou fight. Um, so Dorinda said Lou doesn't have substance anymore and that we talk about the Tyler Perry quote. Um, (laughs) but I thought actually when Dorinda was like, I gave you my prayer card for my first Holy communion. Like, how could you do this? Like, and, and I do feel like I felt like Lou came around a little bit. Like she was like, I did overreact, but I just like everything, like she felt cold. She says, and they do finally come together and they give each other a hug and Dorinda's like, we, we just got to move forward. We got to move on. Except for they launch into like a fight next episode. So it lasted all of two and a half minutes. I wonder what their status is now. They did do GMA this week. Sonia. No, not. Oh, no. Ramona was, it, was there. Ramona was at a, one thing with her. It was, I saw that. I feel like it was Dorinda, Lou, and Sonia did GMA this week. I mean, here's the thing. I, I love Dorinda. I think that... I just wanted her to own this. I wanted her to say, like, yeah, I messed up. I heckled Giovanni. Yeah, I said Giovanni 17 times. I drank seven martinis. Right. Like, I, I just wanted her to, like, yeah, I did it. Because she owned up to, like, everything else, sort of. Like, yeah, I was out of line. Yeah, I got drunk, whatever. And then she would not budge on this Giovanni. Yeah, she, well, and then, and then hit it, DJ. And then she's like, turn up the music, turn it up. It's got to be really loud. Wow, I do this. love that song though. <laughs> like, I love it because it has like a saxophone in it. And it's like, do, do, bring it like, like a Kenny G. in there too. Like, it's super fun to dance to. Um, but all of them were just like rolling their eyes. And then this but week, I Andy. I think like at least Luann did accept the fact that like, yes, I wanted a massage. Like she took advantage this season of her cabaret fame. I think she watched it back and is horrified a little bit. Yeah, for um, sure. But, and then I also, though, that she ends with, you know, the cabaret really has saved her. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. And I just keep on playing those cabaret videos, and you guys can't believe how bad it is. But, like, when I was there, it didn't seem like it was bad at 
all. I also had about six teas of sodas. But I mean, so it's just like in, so she's like in a, it. It doesn't feel bad. It feels amazing. This is like her religion. Like she's a born again cabaret star. Totally <laughs> love it. Love it. Any other highlights we need to talk about for um, Roni reunion? I, mean, I think I'm ready for tomorrow. Yes. How do you feel? I'm. I'm, I'm liking it way more than Beverly Hills. Awesome. But first of all, I wanted to talk about my um, ad this week. It's for Lulu Simon Studio. Go to L-U-L-U-S-I-M-O-N Studio, S-T-U-D-I-O.com and check out their stuff. Their new summer collection is super cute. They have the best sayings on their shirts. Um, Three-day hangover club. At least we have dogs. I literally can't eat well, drink wine, pet dogs, charming AF, life happens, vodka helps, um, emotional wreck train. And you guys can get them in any colors, like pink, white, yellow. You can get them in sweatshirts. Courtney has the cute weirdo sweatshirt in pink. And I love this company because it's a Bay Area company, um, all by women, female company. So check them out, lulusimonstudio.com, and use the code TJG20 for 20% off. And they also have some boy stuff, too, now. Well, what do they have for me? They have, um, actually, my friend brought, bought it for her um, boyfriend. It's like pet parent or, um, da- or stay-at-home dog dad. Oh. Dogs, oh. pizza, beer. Oh, it's all dog stuff. Yeah, for the boys, I guess. I need a dog. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And so, you guys, this week we're going to talk about the Beverly Hills reunion. We're going to talk Southern Charm. And I finally watched Potomac. So we'll end on Potomac. Can I take full credit for getting you into Potomac? (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) I love them. (laughs) Um, Okay. Let's start with the Beverly Hills reunion. I would say snooze fest overall. It was a quiet, I think it was a lot of recaps, which was like. The packages were like extremely long. Like the Denise packages, I'm like. Uh, we get it. You were married to Charlie Sheen. I mean, if they think that we didn't watch the entire 21 episode season and we waited to watch the packages, like I didn't, I, I watched all this. I don't need to watch it again. They usually do it a little bit better. Like, oh, here's a little lead in to like our next segment. It was just so exhausting. Yeah, I loved that Denise was, like, drinking tequila before. Totally um, sipping Casamigos. <laughs> and Erica was like, is that? Oh, okay. I also, I recently had that, and it is delicious. It it's is really a good. very smooth. I mean, it is a billion-dollar tequila company, so. I love it. <laughs> um, okay, a seating arrangement. We have Andy Renna. Renna seat one. Seat one. I'm blown away. Um, was and then, the wig? Did the wig secure her in seat one? <laughs> I was kind of shocked that she was seat one. It almost seemed like Dorit should have been a seat one. I totally thought Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy was going to be seat one. Yeah. And Dorit is going to be seat two and <laughs> right. a half. Um, but yeah, Renna seat one. Okay. So we had Renna, Erica, and then Denise at the end. And then on the other side, we have Kyle, of course. because Who's not budged. The queen. She's the queen <laughs> oh, of this group. We'll get, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, Kyle and of course her sister Teddy, um, her younger sister, and then Dorit. Do you think how mad is Dorit to be six seed? She's fucking pissed. I mean, she might add six more clips to her hair. 
I can't get over it. I'm it's so many. And like that was like my prediction. I was like, will Andy comment about the hair? He didn't comment about the hair, but he was like, you have a look going. Like, and look would be spelled L-E-W-K in that situation. Like a look. Okay. Do you think that Bravo or Andy took the feedback that everyone is over the Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy drama? So they like, we're just going to put three to the end. We're going to touch on it. We're going to move on and like focus on the LVP. Like... Uh, yes, yes. It because was just like we don't. If you're front and center, we're gonna have to talk about this for three hours, and we just don't want to do it any longer. Right. I I agree because it's not what the audience wants. No. And but that's like, I mean, it's it's interesting. See, like I I really do like Denise as a person, and I think she really levels out the show. But like, that's not what I want in a housewife. I want more stirring of the pot. Yeah, I mean, she definitely warmed up near the end. Mm-hmm. I just don't need to hear about her sex life constantly. I'm we get it. it. Aaron's got a big eggplant. The size of Kyle's shoe, apparently. <laughs> okay, let's stop, because we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's okay. talk about the LVP video montage. Flashback when Adrian Maloof did not show up to the Season reunion. Three. And... LVP said it was cowardly for not coming. Um, that and she was also not coming because it was leaking stories to the press. Wait, aren't these the stories that LVP had Brandy leak? That was just why Adrian didn't show up. Yes. Okay. Good. Good talk. Um, and then also like she was like she should have come to clear up this mess and move on. And it's like I mean, wow. But I mean, everything. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah, like, like you literally were talking to yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it she was, says she claims that she's been harassed for ten months, and that she's been nailed to the cross and stoned. I mean, I have to agree. I really like that. Like Andy's pulling no punches. Like Andy's letting the girls say what they want. Andy is like not taking LVP. Like he's not cowering to LVP. He's not necessarily like, taking a side. He's just letting it play out. Um, well, and also the women still think, like, Teddy still thinks that LVP could just show up. I actually thought that, too. I didn't think that. Okay. She's, her pride is way too important mm-hmm. to her. Mm-hmm. I think that it's important that, like, Dorit even said, like, I wonder if they. I wonder you? if they, like, negotiate, like, if they were like, okay, will you come if, like, Ken comes? Well, so you and I talked about this weeks ago, right? So the way their contracts are structured are on a 21, 24 episode basis. Then the reunions are a whole separate contract. So essentially LVP just turned down $250,000 to not show up. I'm not even sure she would have gotten her full pay. She probably did film. They probably cut a lot of it for her in that sense because like it just wasn't interesting. Well, and then she... I, I can't even tell you the last episode we saw her in. Like 11 with her kitchen? Um, exactly. Yeah, okay, because she did the Bahamas. Then she went to Denise's wedding. She, and like that was basically the last time the girls... When Ken... Goodbye, Kyle. And then, yeah, and then it was, <laughs> Goodbye, Kyle. <laughs> And then we started the goodbye, so Kyle. I wonder challenge. if she had like a contract negotiation or like how that played out. But like, because this happened with Nene Leakes in one of her Atlanta seasons, is like her two hundred fifty thousand depended on her showing to the reunion or whatnot, right? So she definitely didn't get that payout. Kyle had a really good point. Like Andy couldn't fire her if she quit the day before the reunion, knowing full well she wasn't going to show up. Right. Um, but Dorit made a really good point. I wanted to just touch on this only because like. 
No one was harassing her. No. At all. Like, Dree's like, we didn't speak to you for 10 months. Like, what did you want us? Like, how did we harass you? Like, we didn't drive by your house. No. You have geese in a glass door. Like, we could have seen you. Right. And then Kyle, like, bringing the... Was it Manola Bonnick shoes, I think yeah, it was? Yeah, the birthday present for yeah. LVP. It's like... I mean, I think it's a little bit <clears throat> for Kyle, like, look, I'm the good guy mm-hmm. kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't need to bring the Manola Bonnicks. Well, and then what Eric... What color were they? What size were they? Andy wanted to know. Andy had questions. And then Erica really stroked Kyle's ego, saying that she was... The all hail the true queen, Kyle Richards. I mean, it actually came from Erica. Yeah. Wait, who did I just say? Andy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant, Erica. Erica. It came from Erica, and, like, Andy perpetuated it. I kind of wish there was a bunny inside of that Manola Blahnik (laughs) box. How do you feel? I'd be down. (laughs) No, but, yeah, that would be, like, the same situation. She would give her the shoes, and then she'd be like, I don't want these. Can you explain to me Erica's comment that... If LVP got off the cross, we could use the wood? I think she was saying, like, you are not a martyr. Like, get off the cross. We need the wood. Like, Got it. You're wasting the wood. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Thanks. Uh, Sure. As a Catholic school teacher. Oh. I forgot. Okay. What else happened? Oh, Kyle said that LVP was really unmasked this season. Which I thought was a strong word. I mean, I I feel like the girls were just like, you know what? These are her true colors. She can't face the music. And we're stronger now because of it. I think also, I think they all looked to Kyle to defend her. And when Kyle didn't defend her, they were like, oh shit, LVP is actually wrong. Right. Like, Like we're done. Yeah. Like, okay, this has been going on for nine seasons. She went after Adrian. She went after what? Like Brandy. Like she's attacked all these people. And finally, like, Kyle doesn't have her back. Like, this means that, like, it's true. Right. And then out of anyone, Camille is the person to stand up for her. So Camille shows up and... I'm going to call her season one Camille. She's definitely (laughs) season season one Camille. Camille. Um, And she's asking... And then they start talking about, like, the differences between, like, the grammar divorce versus the Charlie Sheen divorce, which... It's just kind of weird because they like they haven't been married to these people for a really long time. They're both remarried, but they were asking a lot about like the money. I mean, it was an interesting lead in. Like they led into this prior to Camille getting on stage, mm-hmm. um, possibly prior to her arriving, as they l- built it all up to be. Um, so Charlie Sheen was essentially broke before Two and a Half Men. He apparently made a billion dollars off of Two and a Half Men. Which is wild. Like, he had so many licensing agreements and everything that he had put into it. He had made all this money. Denise Richards, they were married for just under five years. She walked away with... So I need to look this up because... We did look it up. (laughs) I wanted to actually nail Camille the Cross on this one. Yeah. So, supposedly, via not Radar Online, but perhaps another site, Denise gets 2.1, at least... $2.1 $2.1 million per year with a $20,000 a month alimony, child support, whatever it may be, right? Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> But yeah, she two, rents. She the, rents, guys. The 2.1 <laughs> is based off of his earnings, but it, that's the minimum. So it could be who knows what when two and a half men goes into wherever it goes, right? So 
Camille took a lump sum from what we know of $30 million, which was half of Kelsey Grammer's retirement. But do you, I feel like, do you, who do you think is more rich, Kelsey or Charlie? I, I would say they're probably equal. Yeah. I mean, Frasier versus Two and a Half Men, they're right. both like ridiculous sitcoms, right. right? I think that Charlie Sheen probably had nothing before Two and a Half Men, whereas... Kelsey Grammer was smart. He had Cheers money. He had Broadway. He kind of built himself to a different standard. Right. I think Charlie Sheen put it up his nose and out through the ladies of the night. The ladies of the night. Quote, unquote. Um, But yeah, I mean, Camille's just making, Camille Grammer-Meyer is just making herself look bad again. She said, you know, like, I worked hard, you know. I didn't just shove bonbons in my face. And everyone's like, like. Do you, you like bonbons, Denise? <laughs> so I have a problem because I feel like Camille... Okay, we're back to season one Camille, right? She's just saying off-the-cuff things. They even showed a season one Camille complaining about a 3,500-square-foot New York penthouse apartment. So my issue is, is that, like, has she not seen this entire season of, like, the horrible things she said? Like, where does her money come from? I don't know. Like, you're... I think she literally gives zero fucks and says what she thinks. She's such a narcissist, like, that she can't see. I mean, I'm torn because I I feel like, does she not see how it sounds or does she just not care? Because both. When you say things like, well, I wasn't sitting, sitting ordering designer clothes and eating bonbons, like... You are insinuating that Denise right. for five years was wearing what she wasn't because we all saw like She's we not. saw wild things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She wasn't wearing anything nice. <laughs> so like we all saw that like she wasn't doing that. So like you insinuating that is back to the Camille that like everyone doesn't want to deal with because like you're just rude. Yeah. And I thought you would have watched the season and seen the things you said and then come on the reunion and be like, I was wrong. And she was like guns blazing, bonbons. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Bonbons. Bonbons fucking everywhere. 1,200 square foot trailer. <laughs> of bonbons. Gorgeous view. <laughs> Do you think Camille will be invited back next season? If so, will she hold a diamond? I mean, I don't see her being a cast member. <clears throat> I think that I was very weary of Denise in the beginning. I think that Denise kind of secured her spot. I think she adds a good, like you said, a good mix, like a good rounding out of the cast, right? She's not Dorit. Mm-hmm. She's not any of these people. I don't see Camille coming back. Mm-hmm. In any capacity? I could see her being a friend, but I also don't think that anybody at this point wants to be her friend. I don't think anyone would actually film with so her. I think Camille wants to come back. I don't see her coming back, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. She She wants the limelight, but she can't. No one will film with her to get the limelight. We, I want Terry Hatcher to join the cast. Oh, that's an interesting um, mix. Do you have any people that you would like to join that you know of? Hmm. You know, I mean, do you have any friends in Beverly Hills <laughs> that you would like to? Because they got, they have to do something. The problem with them, it's like Erica won't open up. Kyle always wants to look good. Like they're too polite and that's why it's not fun to watch anymore. Like they won't go deep. I mean, I just think that they like every season they hook on something. Lucy, Lucy, apple juicy. Yeah. 
We get, Panty we, we gate. get paid every time we say that, by the way. Yeah. Um, so Lucy, Lucy, Apple Juicy, like they just hook on these things and like they don't let go. Pantygate is a great one that you just mentioned. I, I'm just over it. Like the Maloof Huff. I love me some Adrian Maloof. I would love. I was saying like it would be fun to get like Paul's new wife on it, um, and then like we'd get Paul back. Paul's busy filming botched. Um, or like it would be fun like. Even like I'd take like a David Foster and Catherine McPhee. Catherine McPhee and Teddy could be friends. She's super dramatic. Like, you know, I want something like that. I want I want someone old that we're like kind of familiar with or like someone that we kind of know. Like what if Eileen came back? Like I know I don't I, I don't I, just, I want someone that I know. I definitely agree with you. I don't know where they're going to go from here. Like, I don't know what their plan is. They have to do something. I'll take Kim Richards back. Ugh, she's a mess. She's such a mess. But it's like a train wreck that you want to watch. But it's like not even interesting. It's just like, what is she like talking sad. about? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you're better off with Brandy she, telling the waiter that she's going to kill him. Like, she's definitely like the drama girl, though. Like, like the girl in school that was in drama. Like, who you know? in Malibu that we could have? Well, Denise moved. And now Camille lives in a trailer, so she can go anywhere. But, I mean, Denise lives in Brentwood. You need I, I don't think, like, Teddy's going to... People are saying Teddy's gone. I don't think so. Okay. Okay. I mean, she was the beginning of Lucy, Lucy, Apple Juicy. Cha-ching. <laughs> um, and then, okay, so we kind of end with, like, the... They bring up the Lucy, Lucy, Apple Juicy. And, you know... Teddy starts off the bat, like, apologizing right away. And then she's like, no, you don't understand. I got so many phone calls from John Blizzard. And Andy's like, well, but, like, why weren't you talking to Lisa directly? Like, Andy's definitely questioning her intentions. And so Teddy basically admits, she's like, I was being petty because when we left the reunion last year, Dorit said she wouldn't come to lunch with me after dinner. No, and I definitely think that, like, <clears throat> Teddy is saying, like, I was all for it. Like, I was on board. I was going to – I brought it up. She brought it up at Vanderpump Dogs. We all saw it. She, we all, she admitted to it. Oh, is that the dog? Is the dog here? Is that the dog? Whatever it may be. I think she definitely had remorse. I think that as soon as she realized that, like, I'm being set up – she was like, I'm out. Like, yeah. this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> like, I'm going to take the fall for this. And at the end of... So I'm actually... I am Team Teddy because she totally took the bait. Because of that weave? Oh, that God. was That was a mean-ass weave. Like, that thing was ridiculous. Too much. It Too looks much. good, though. Oh, I didn't like it. I thought it looked bad. Um, I think Renna and Kyle look the best. I think... Kyle had a, Kyle had a ton of hair in. Erica looked... Mrs. Girardi to me. She looked old school Hollywood glamour. I'll give her that. Like the wave. She was Mrs. Girardi. What did Dorit look like? A disco ball? <laughs> Dorit? I mean, I, I, I love a fashion risk. She wore a scrunchie as well. Like I, you can't, I don't think people recognize that she's wearing a scrunchie as well. And also like her dress is gorgeous. It was just the hair. The clips. The, it was the clips. $1.2 million from the Bellagio in clips. <laughs> She's like, PK, take these clips and cash them in at the Bellagio so we our frozen accounts are unfrozen and Jagger can frozen. eat ice cream. I know that's Jagger. What, everyone's like, uh, how did she get to New York if her accounts are frozen? <laughs> 
Um, the poor girl. I mean, that's so embarrassing. It's, but. Yeah, especially in the public eye. Yeah. Like. No, so, I mean, I think that Teddy definitely tried to own it. I think that... But at the end of the day, it really was LVP. Investing can feel super intimidating and people don't know exactly where to start. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. And you really don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorn recommends an expert built portfolio that fits you and your money goals and then automatically invests your money for you. I know I'm someone that is not a finance major and investing seemed really challenging. Like I didn't know where to start and Acorns has helped me so much. Head over to acorns.com slash judgy to download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Paid non-client endorsement may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to possibly promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash judgy. Investing involves risks, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisor LLC. Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Security, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Underwear drawers are like the wild, wild west of wardrobes. There's no rhyme or reason to them. Anything goes. Um, You've got pairs from three birthdays and two Christmases ago, pairs from five different brands with five different fits. And when you open that drawer every morning, you have no idea what to expect. Now, I felt the buttery soft comfort of me undies and my other pairs have to all go because me undies is all I can reach for. I'm hooked. And honestly, I just feel off if I try to wear anything else. I love them because you can get your classic black and then they also have like super fun expressive prints. Um, I have these great shamrock ones, you know, when I'm feeling lucky, plus they come in all sizes. They have extra small to 4XL guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. They also have really great loungewear. Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Um, go to their loungewear section. Super comfy joggers, hoodies, onesies. Um, they even have an active wear collection. It's super soft. Um, and it's just unmatched comfort. Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. Go to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com slash TJG. That's meundies.com slash TJG for 20% off plus free shipping. That's me undies comfort from the outside in. The weather is finally getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I recently updated my wardrobe, and I hate spending a fortune on that kind of stuff, especially like summer clothes because I feel like they like get a lot of wear and tear. Um, 
But I have been using Quince for over a year now, and they have such timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Um, They have this European linen. I have their white button downs. They have dresses. They have blouses, shorts, and they're starting at $30. Also, they have these cute um, washable silk tanks. Everything they have is timeless. They even have 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part is Quince's items are priced 50 to 80% off less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories and Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Um, Cordy and I are simply both obsessed. You guys have to go to their website. You can you can literally update your entire wardrobe for the summer at a very affordable price and really high quality stuff. All their linen is fantastic. I even throw it in the dryer. Um, It just wears super well. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash judgy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash judgy to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash judgy. Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. Peloton accommodates your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Uh, they have some that are only five minutes long. And I can tell you with Peloton, if I start just, I'll like do a 10 minute class and then I'm like, mm, I could do one more 10 minutes. I could do one more 10 minutes. And all of a sudden I've done 30 minutes of working out, which always feels great. They have such a variety of classes and so much flexibility. Um, you know, you can move your body in so many different ways. Peloton has a range of class types. So you can do a walking class. Um, are you really interested in running a marathon, they can help you train for a marathon. They have yoga, meditations, Pilates, hip workout, and you can move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations. I get a weekly update with their guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out so you can jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day. Peloton has everything you need to get where you're going, whether it's um, running outdoors or riding at home or strength training at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get a head start on the summer you with Peloton at onepeloton.com. That's onepeloton.com. I have been using whey products for years now. That's O-U-A-I. And they just have released a new anti-frizz cream. And if you think about it, everyone has frizz. If you have thin, thick hair, you know, wavy, curly, straight, everyone still has a frizz problem. Um, But you guys can check out their new anti-frizz cream. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. Plus it has heat protection. I'm someone that uses the Dyson. Then I straight iron my hair. So this is definitely helping reduce and repair split ends. It quenches the dry hair with intense hydration. And according to consumer perception studies, 90% of participants agreed with their hair looking less frizzy using this product. Plus their scents are incredible. This is, um, a Sydney inspired North Bondi scent. Um, it has like lemon and violet. All of their scents are incredible. Um, I always use their leave-in conditioner. I use their detox shampoo once a week. I also use their hair oil. 
I am obsessed with whey. Be frizz free and go to T H E O U A I.com and enter promo code TJG for 15% off any of their products. That's T H E O U A I.com, promo code TJG. Always getting 15% off. Check out whey. And wanting to read to look bad. She's calculated. She's she's Bobby Fisher. She is. She's calculated. I like mean, she. I mean, uh, we have to give her credit. It's been nine seasons. Nothing took her down until this one. Until a fucking dog took her down. A dog. John Blizzard. Yeah. The Blizzard came through and took out LVP. Yeah. She was not prepared. It will be interesting to see how much um, airtime they give her this season in VPR because I feel like Bravo is like. Kind of mad at her. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely see that. I mean, I feel like she's already kind of been trailing off in DPR. Like, it's, the kids have definitely taken over. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting. She has a new show apparently in the works. We have no idea what it is. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. No, no. I don't have time for that. No. <laughs> okay, I thought another funny just last kind of comment moment is um, people were asking. Well, people were accusing Kyle and Renna of that the mammogram was like a setup, which I'm like, I don't think it was a setup. She was literally having a mental breakdown. Um, and then the, Andy asks, so Dorit, um, this from, it's basically Mary from San Francisco wants to know, <laughs> know her. do your gigantic breast inputs affect your mammogram? Like, why are they asking these questions? I don't I mean, get it. It was bizarre because her boobs aren't I mean for her body size they're big but they're, like they're not they're big. I they're mean, not gigantic. No, when she means. pushes them up they they are But like in a mammogram they squish them down. Yeah. It wouldn't be that gigantic. That would be painful. <laughs> um anything else? I mean we just got to hear more about happy endings and Aaron's big dick and Yeah. And Harry and Renna, Renna is basically a stripper for Harry Hamlin and tells her, her only advice is to just bend over babies. So that was interesting. Did you hear that Andy said that they had a huge request for Nicolette Sheridan to join next season? And I don't think that will happen. I don't think it'll happen, but it, I mean, that could mix it up like you wanted it to. Yeah. Yeah. Because so Nicolette was married to Aaron, who now niece is married to who also was married to Harry Hamlin. Allegedly cheated on Harry Hamlin. With... Allegedly. M- Michael Bolton. Right? I mean... Is that a, it? He's a crooner. Like, he can... He sings it for you. I a think ponytail. Harry Hamlin... Do you think Harry Hamlin's hot? I do not think Harry Hamlin is hot at oh, all. Oh, really? No. Mm-mm. Who... Oh, let's rank the husbands of hotness for you. Okay, so... Mauricio is number, would be number one for me. Over Aaron? Yes, Aaron is dirty, oh. and I like how I like how Denise had to actually bring this up. She said, "Like Aaron wanted me to say, like we didn't have sex at his job. Like we went on a date and then we had sex. Like because business is business. Like and it sounded bad. Like it sounded really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's a tie between Edwin and Mauricio. Oh wow, the Latin lovers. Okay. Um, I mean, Ken is dead last." <laughs> Obviously, right next to PK. Ken. Oh, ooh, Tom Girardi. Oh, that's a tough call. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but Ken like literally like sleeps through weddings now at this point. Do you think so. Ken would be like goodbye, Greg, <laughs> when I left? Because <laughs> that would make my day. And you know what? We never talked about this before. People say that Ken has some side girls like in New York mm. and is like a sugar daddy. 
I choose not to believe it. I don't think so. That's what people are saying. I mean, you know Vanderpump's not letting him get away with anything. I feel like they're together all the time. Did you see the How wedding? How do people have time to cheat? Did you see Jax's wedding when he was listed as Ken Vanderpump? Like, literally given Lisa's name. Lisa's surname. Because yeah. it's Ken Todd. It is. Yeah. It's actually Lisa Todd legally, I believe. Oh. But Vanderpump sounds better. It does sound better. Any other points for BH that you want to talk about? Nothing. Because we got to sit through two more boring episodes of that. I think next week's going to blow up the Camille. They always like blow it up in episode two and then recap it in episode three. Like everyone hugs and takes a drink of their champagne. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bapadi, bapadi do do. It's easy. When the birds and the bees and the one, two, threes. (laughs) We're going to Southern Charm. We are. We. See that our boy Sheppy has bought a $900,000 plot of wetlands. (laughs) Thoughts? I thought he was going to like help the wetland goose reproduce on his wetlands was what I was hoping for. Like to me, that wasn't pretty. That's not my look. And Cameron was trying to be really nice about it. She's like, oh, look at the view. (laughs) Like, I don't know what else to look at. Um, Money pit. I'm going to go with money pit. I mean, I don't, I've never built on wetlands. I don't know how to like works. Like I've built Legos, but like other than that, like I don't imagine that like you can just like start building a house on wetlands and not expect it yeah. to sink. Yeah. Um, also, as we know, he said something about four feet flood line, 10 feet flood line. Um, there's climate change happening and we've seen the coastlines of the Atlantic raising. So I'm not really that convinced that he's going to be okay in that. Maybe he doesn't believe in it. Maybe it he doesn't like believe he's in building it for a development, though, because he's like, oh, the developer and the house is like, he's going to build a development and kind of sell it off, maybe? I know, but it's like, it seemed like that was like a very remote, remote. area. It's like, you're not going to throw up an it apartment almost, building. It almost throws me back to where Catherine took them on that bizarre winery trip. Like, it's like right next door. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then we, Matul shows up to meet a Naomi for lunch and they're wearing the exact same outfit. I have multiple questions about this. Um, did they really meet each other at the coffee shop or did they both, like, he slept over and then they pretended, you know, and Fair. they really got twinsy? I mean, my first thing is I need a tan peacoat because that, that it, it looks, was so good. It looks super With, chic. With, like, the white contrast. Yeah, like, they were wearing great. the white sweatshirts and then, like, ripped jeans. But I'm like, you had to plan that. Yeah. That was planned. I also don't need my boyfriend critiquing everything I grab off the counter. Never tell a woman she can't eat anything, okay? No, especially a cookie. Eat, like, Matul's like diabetes and saran wrap. I, I mean, have... One cookie's not going to give you diabetes. Not one. Twelve cookies, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I don't like Matul. I think there's something... He definitely has the upper hand in the relationship. Totally. And she, she's so... I, I think she loves that he's a doctor. I think she loves that he like has this like super high standard and like she's trying to like catch up to his standard, I feel like. But there's something, I think there's something off about him. I think this is what she did with Craig though. Like she looks two steps ahead, right? Mm-hmm. So she's thinking that like he's married. a doctor, they're going to get married, she's going to be this doctor's wife. Like I think she definitely sees that. I mean, he's attractive, so like the sex is probably good. He's definitely, I, he's super hot. Yeah. I, for some reason, I'm getting a skeezy vibe. Like, there's something, I, I think he's not as good of a person as we think he is. Like, he's supposed to be on camera. 
Yes. I mean, definitely. Because, yeah. And he was told not to be on camera and he's getting, by the he's, hospital. But he's also not getting a ton of screen time. It's very, he's like, He's controlling minimal. the situation. Yeah, for Like, sure. he wouldn't go out to a party. He'll film with her one-on-one. Yeah. Because, yeah, she, he, they haven't, they haven't. No. Like, he's yeah. not. Yeah. Like, Cameron's birthday episode, like, he wasn't there. Like, he wasn't in any of that. Like, he's, yeah. like, in every third episode for two minutes. Yeah. Like, he's very minimal. But I just, I feel like. Can someone find me that peacoat? Yeah, it's really cute. <laughs> yeah. It's like I can, a, I can it's like a light camel color. I love it. <laughs> I can ask her. Okay, so then we, I did like this Jerry character who was Craig's friend. I thought he was very handsome and really. He's engaged. Yeah, I know. He's a fiance. Yeah. But he is definitely holding Craig accountable. And I feel like we really got to see this week, like Craig has all the tools to be a normal adult human, but he cannot do it. Like he literally like like there's something that holds him back I mean, and me, it's himself. <laughs> for me on this week, this was like the beginning of like a ridiculous meltdown. So it's very interesting that you saw those tools. <laughs> no, <laughs> I saw but very like, different his, tools. His friend was like, Okay, hey, I will help you with the manufacturing. Like yeah. you I can this is you what know what my fiance does. Wait. Give me three pillows. I'll help you with the manufacturing. Yeah. Yeah. And he is giving him all the tools. He's like the Teddy Mellencamp of Southern Charm. Jerry. Jerry. Jerry, the accountability coach. Yeah. And Jerry, quit your day job now. He, it's just like Craig can't do it. And he knocked over that drink. Like he didn't seem, he seemed very (laughs) lucid at that meeting slash wake up hungover. He might be like permanently high as well. Well, he actually said, my high is these pillows. I'm like, mm, well, you're going to Colorado for a different reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he's got 105 orders, $5,000. He's crap. sitting on a pile of cash. Did you buy a crab pillow? So they said, you know, <laughs> sewing down south, you've said, you've said you wanted Craig on the show. You've said you're going to send us stuff. I, I've seen no, I, I don't have a date. Yeah. I don't have a pillow. So... I mean, his hands probably get tired from sewing all those pillows <laughs> by <laughs> hand. By hand. By the Craig hands. Um, okay. Then we go to this extremely awkward cafe with Catherine and Whitney. They can't even look at each other no. in the eye. Bizarre. Like, no green, no amount of green juice could solve <laughs> that awkwardness. There, But it was like sexual tension as well. And so Catherine just finally is like... Nice coat. <laughs> You're getting ready for Colorado. Like, she was like, I don't know what to say at this point. I actually am surprised he agreed to film with her, to be honest. Um, And he's like, she finally goes, so why did you deny hooking up with me? And he won't even, like, acknowledge. He'll be like, um, that's, like, a different interpretation of what happened. So, I mean, I've been turned down hundreds of times. So, (laughs) when somebody says, I'm flattered that you spread that rumor, is like the worst thing they can say. Yeah. Like, I feel like old Catherine would have just stabbed him across the table in that sense. That has to be the most embarrassing thing. Like, he's completely denying that he slept with her. and But nobody believes it either. Everyone's like, you for sure slept with her. Yeah. Um... And he even in his own confessional interview is denying it and is like, I'm getting up now. Like he can't. Yeah, he won't talk about it. I mean, but why? I don't know. Is it like a you can just. Thing? Is it a family history type thing that he like can't cross line? Like I don't. I feel know. like it's just like own it, honey. And it's like, 
You've already, you've been, you know what? If they're on the team, you know, you play them. They're on the roster. Yeah. You've already done it. For sure. Just play them. That was fine. It was horrible. And that's going to be more a point of contention as the season goes on. Um, Okay. Then we basically get off the plane and all hell breaks loose. Hell is Craig. (laughs) He's having a meltdown again. (laughs) The meltdown does not stop. Uh, so basically he's like annoyed because Whitney doesn't want to get on this bus and Craig's like, shut up, Whitney, which I kind of get. Like, I'm sick of Whitney being so... Fl- yeah, but I also don't want to fly four and a half hours and then sit on a bus for four hours. Like, that's... Took them 14 hours. They're like, why would you pick that location? It's horrible. It's horrible. Horrible. Um, also, Craig had to call his project manager to find his luggage. <laughs> Is this like the interns from Roni? Like, oh, Sony's got interns. Craig Pumpkin. Got project managers. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, she he literally has an adult nanny. It's an adult nanny. I mean, it's funny because like it started off so lighthearted. Like Austin and Madison were like cuddling by the wake by the snowboards, and they were all kind of watching. And then Craig they for went, sure after the cameras went down, snuck into each other's room. I mean, obviously, yeah. But like Craig went zero to sixty. When he's like, mind your own business, dickhead. And then and then I thought it was really interesting. Chelsea's like, Craig, are you drunk? And then Craig's like, I'm never talking to you again, Chelsea. And he walks out and he gets out of the bus. And like, that. well, before that, he's like, this is what happens when you get shipped off to boarding school in sixth grade and you don't know how to be friends with people, a spoiled fucking loser. Like, I just feel like he went personal on this, which is like so bizarre he hasn't seen Whitney in how long, right? Like, Whitney has not been a super big part. He lives in L.A., whatever. I just feel like he was lashing out like a high schooler going to Washington, D.C. for their senior, for, like, their eighth grade trip. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you mad? Did you need sleep? Like, I get grumpy with sleep. I also get hangry. So, like, maybe it was a combination combo. of Combo. I think it was a combo. But he also looks like shit. He does look like... He's permanently hungover. Like, he's on something or doing something, whatever. I don't know. I think he's permanent. You can tell the next day his voice is really raspy. And they're also, like, not... Like, Chelsea laughed it off. Like, she, they're not taking... They're taking it at face value. Like, they're all aware no. that he's lashing out and, like, not to, like... But Chelsea got into it. Check your goddamn pants for a <laughs> vagina because you're a fucking pussy. That was good. She, she like stood up for herself, finally. She's like, well, I have a bigger dick than you, Craig. <laughs> and Craig's like, well, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but probably true. <laughs> I felt uncomfortable when they went to the weed shop in front of Catherine and I yes. fucking love Bravo for writing 4.20 p.m. Right. But I, it was really interesting to me to see the people that did not go into the shop. Craig said he couldn't because he's a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> You're Which not practicing, You've baby. been on something, yeah, as yeah. we all know, in your frat house. So camera doesn't go in, Catherine and Craig. Correct. And everyone else bought a shit ton of weed. So I need to jump in here. So I'm actually in the cannabis industry and the software side of it. So in that sense, when I looked at the receipt (laughs) on the screen, I tried to rewind, but I couldn't get it in time. (laughs) So they were ordering a lot of shatter. For those of us who don't know, shatter is like a crystallized form of cannabis of like THC where you have to like flame it almost like, like meth. Yeah. Like uh, on like on a spoon or something? Yeah, like on a spoon or like a dab rig or like any of these items. Like a I dab don't even, rig? What's a dab rig? Like it's like this insane like super 
high end. Like, it's very advanced. Okay. So I found it very funny that it was like, oh, I'm in a weed shop. I'm going to buy some random gummies. When it's like, no, you just bought four grams of shatter for $200. But you clearly have something to smoke this with. And, like, you clearly know what you're doing. Like, you're not just, like, experimenting Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. Colorado. I was also shocked that the weed shop let them... Film. Film, yes. I was and the, phones. There's no phones allowed. The one in San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, did we take Shep to the one in San Francisco? Maybe. <laughs> um, but you can't, yeah, you can't be on your phone. No. Someone actually recognized him in the shop and, like, wanted to take a picture with him, and they, like, got in trouble. No phones allowed. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do nothing. Yeah, it's very strict. Yeah. But I felt really horrible for Catherine. Like, don't... I think that was just a lot. That was a lot. Um, And, but I also at the same time, so Catherine and Madison go in the hot tub together and Catherine was drinking out of a coffee cup. That Madison was drinking out of later, by the way. I noticed that. So I was like, Hmm, I think there could be wine in there. And then even like. With a tea bag, which is super bizarre. Yeah. Is that what you're doing right now with your tea bag? Are you drinking (laughs) wine out of that? Um, kind of, no. Um, I feel like also that I thought it was weird that Catherine was like spraying the champagne. I just feel like Thomas can use this against her in court. Where can I get one of those champagne? That looks fun. (laughs) That looks fun. I need one of those. But I, I just felt like that this episode, though, like, will come up in court. Like, she's around weed. She's yeah. around people partying. She's herself spraying people. Like, yeah. it, it just wasn't a good look for her. For sure. So I, I didn't like that. This boys' dinner, though, these guys are such fucking bros. <laughs> like. I mean, I would have hated to be at the dinner, but I also would have hated to be the waiter at the dinner serving them. <laughs> Like, they were just absurd. They were just like, oh, are you going to get some honey on that stinger tonight? How many times did Shep say charcuterie? <laughs> it's the fanciest word he's ever I mean, said. I hate ordering charcuterie. Like, it's such a, like, a task to, like, eat it and order it and, like, deal mm, with it. I have a, no problem with ordering like charcuterie. charcuterie. I love, I like, I like making my own boards. But oh, it's definitely, oh, yeah, I'm a, a huge charcuterie person. No, you just go to Trader Joe's. Oh. Um. They have great Costco cheese. Costco probably has like a pre-made charcuterie. Probably, probably. But Trader Joe's, no, they have great mm. cheeses, and I made one for Saturday. Yeah. Oh, did you? Oh, I did. I'm just a real housewife. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Then we have Austin derobing to show his muscles to Madison. Lack and- thereof. <laughs> These boys, they're skinny He's fat. Like, yes, <gasps> you just took the words out of my mouth. I they, love that. They are skinny it's fat. Like they are stay look. skinny, but like they have no muscles. Like no, and like a little bit of a belly, mm-hmm, and like the mm-hmm. boobs, the man boobs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was just not a good look. Like keep it on, keep that robe on, Austin. Madison is has a rocking bod. Yeah, she's she cute. she is in shape. I I really I think I like her. What do you think about her? I definitely like I, she grew on me this episode. Like she's I think she's calmed down a lot from the beginning. Like she was very hyphy. She was very like all about the whole show in the beginning. I feel like she's just kind of taking it as it lies now because like she's not really featured, but she's still involved. She's doing Cameron's hair, whatever it may be, right? Um, but next week she goes for the white trash comment again, and I heard that she goes really hard on Shep. 
and mean, it will be very interesting. I I know what she says to him, and it is good. Ooh, interesting. So I th- I hope it comes out next week, um, because if it doesn't, I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, anything else about Southern Charm? That's all I have. That's all it I have, It was a quiet too. episode. It wasn't too much. I mean, I feel like they kind of blew their load with Ashley last week. So this week was like, let's set up Colorado. Let's like get our stuff ready, and then we'll do our thing. Yeah. Okay. My first time... Well, okay. I originally watched Potomac the first season. I totally remember like Karen, like the Black Belt Gates. I remember Robin, like her husband and her didn't even live in the same state. And they were still married. Um, I did watch a little bit at the beginning and then I fell off. And people have just been rip and raving and really it was Greg that inspired (laughs) Me. me to watch it. And I watched a little bit last week, but I watched the full episode this week, and wow. I mean, I think that they're at the point, like, think about Beverly Hills and think about, like, New York back in the day, like, when they didn't care. Yes. They weren't people, like you said, Kyle's, like, oh, I have an image, and Teddy's accountability, whatever. They don't give a fuck. They're <laughs> shady, like, like, in their interviews. To the wall, which is why their reunions are better because they don't put shit out during the episodes. They wait until like the reunion to like hash everything out. It is good. So Giselle was always a cast member. I remember that. She's always been a cast member. So her husband is, um, whatever, Brian, he was the pastor, super well-known pastor in Maryland, Baltimore, whatever, started this crazy church super wealthy, had a full-on affair, and she, like, left. And it was, like, the fall of, I think, Jamal Bryant. The fall of Jamal Bryant. Like, look it up on Google. It's massive. Like, fall from grace. And I feel like she was divorced, like, started the show divorced. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They were, like, they were not friendly when she started four years ago. Now they're, like, co-parenting. Okay. Three kids. Okay. She bought a shithole home. It was worth 1.6. Not possible. No, it was the, I think it was 1.2. Okay. But she it, got it for nine. For nine. It's a total teardown. Total. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's 3,800 square feet. She's hoping to get six to seven bedrooms because, you know, she has three kids. Um, but it will be interesting to see. This is going to be like the Sheree house, the like house that never got built. Like. I it took that. seven seasons for Sheree to build her house. Well, and then I think that here's the problem is that she's hyping it up just like Sheree. Like, I'm going to build a second story. I'm going to blow it out for the backyard. I need six bedrooms. Like, slow down. Right. And then, but she, like, I love her. She's, like, shading Still her shady. interview. She's like, well, you know, the IRS won't take mine. Yeah. And it's not in Great Falls, Virginia. So because Karen, basically, they don't have any money anymore. He, there's some tax evasion, tax fraud, whatever. He lost everything. They left Potomac, massive house for Great Falls, Virginia. Supposedly, it's so her parents could live there. Her parents had both passed on. Got it. Yeah. Got it. And they still reside in Great Falls. Last season, Giselle and Robin tried to deliver a pizza under the disguise I, to I Karen's house. Saw, I actually saw that episode. Yeah. So they were trying to catch it to see if Karen actually lived there because they didn't believe her. But no one opened the door. <laughs> no. They left the pizza on the front right. porch and they asked Karen later yeah. if, she got, if she got a pizza. And she said no. She said, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So Robin is kind of trying to like backtrack a little bit because she basically blew up some shit at the table at 
Candace's. I don't know if she's trying to backtrack. Okay. I think she's trying to pull Giselle in. Like she's yes, like, but she's you also were trying involved. to say Giselle. Like you told me I should talk to Ashley one on one, but then you blew me up the table. Like you made me call it out. Like. She was saying, like, I was going to do this privately, and you at the table were like, Robin knows. Robin, say it. And Robin was like, now I have to say it. Like, she was calling Giselle out, and they're, like, besties. They call them the green-eyed bandits. Okay. Because they're, like, green They eyes. both have green eyes. Yes. For <laughs> Got obvious it. reasons. Got it. Um, so Robin was just like, hey, like, you called me out on that, but you told me not to do that, but then you called me. I was like, what do you want me to do? Like, Robin just kind of felt stuck. Um, I also noticed that Giselle talks in third person. Like she'll be like, she's, I mean, she is the word on the street. She, she <laughs> literally talks in third person. Um, and I like how she gave it like a hashtag penis gate. Like she's naming this. Well, so penis gate happened in episode two or three, which I don't know if you saw. So they're at a nightclub for Ashley's uncle's birthday. They're all doing shots. They're all like super inebriated. And Michael Darby mm-hmm. said, I want to suck his dick. And About, is it on camera? It's on camera. And you, you you can hear it. I don't know if you can hear it, but it's definitely like there. They put subtitles? Uh, I don't remember that part. Okay. But it was definitely like there was Mike's, there was like... And apparently it's about another housewife's husband, and they won't reveal who. Okay. Uh-huh. I think Candace is insane. I... Actually, can't stand her, <laughs> and I think I'm Team Chris, her husband. <laughs> he's he's like super cool, but I mean, he their fight like this escalated very quickly as well. Like she he, and he was basically like, "You're doing the same stuff to me that your mom does to you that you hate," and she just like shuts it down by being like. Well, and You're not respecting me. I told you not to bring this up. I'm going to cry. It's out in his restaurant. Like, this is his place of business. So, like, this isn't she, Oz. It's like, her, we can only do that in Oz. It's her okay. way or the highway. I mean, I think that Candace is very different this season. Last season, she was really great. She was really good friend. Like, she was, like, making friends. I think that she's, like, trying to cause a stir this season. But I also think that... She's trying to take a stand, so it's, like, double-edged for her. Like, she's like, oh, I'm going to take a stand and cause a scene. Um, I think that she has a really big problem with Ashley Darby, and I feel like she's not letting it go, and it's bleeding into her other relationships. And I don't... I also think that her mom issues, as we know last week, her mom hit her in the face with a purse. (laughs) Hopefully a Birkin. Um, But, I mean, I think that she's letting that drama with her mom bleed into her... Relations with her friends in the show. Mm-hmm. And therapy did not help. No. <laughs> it clearly didn't. She's like, I let you finish your sentence. Yeah. He's like, no, five. And then they, they do the um, five seconds earlier. <laughs> she would not let him finish the sentence. So good. Um, this Monique girl I'm fond of. Mm-hmm. I really like her. I think she's super rational. You um, didn't watch last season. Good note. Okay. <laughs> Now that Monique is pregnant, yes, she's rational. Okay. What did she do last season? She held an umbrella to Robin's throat and she was going to choke a bitch. Okay. <laughs> yeah. On the street. These the girls room. seem like they could get physical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Quote, I'll drag you even though I'm pregnant. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know how you drag someone. By their hair? I mean I by the hair. hair yeah. By the hair. Okay, so it was really fun to watch like them all like 
the sex scandal drops. And this is different than the penis gate. It's a criminal lawsuit. Yes. Um, A criminal case about groping a cameraman. From a cameraman who was filming an episode of Monique's baby shower weeks prior. And literally, Karen was like, I was thinking, what happened to that guy? Um, Michael Darby grabbed, allegedly, allegedly (laughs) grabbed his behind at the party, which is funny because if you watched the episode last week, like, Michael Darby is in and out of the rainbow party, and they're drinking, and the groping allegedly occurred. Well, and, and the party. when Karen gets the news and her hairdresser's like working on her hair and he's like clearly like behind, like watching to see like what's coming up. And she's like, oh, hell no. I mean, this might be the greatest news break of any filming. I like, agree. They're all on camera. They're shopping, whatever, like. Holy well, shit. And I, okay, I do. Is Katie not? Katie's not like a full housewife. She, she was in season one. I remember she that. She had a really weird breakdown fiance issue and she was. And never. her fiance was creepy. Yeah, he was and creepy. I remember it being very much like because he was white and she was black. Yeah. Like that was like a thing. Um, I do kind of remember that. But okay, so they're shopping for the hoedown. They're buying like the weirdest shit for it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it is a Maryland hoedown, so I don't know if that's different from our hoedown. It wasn't, I don't know what they were buying, but, <laughs> and she's like, oh yeah, like me and Michael, we've been having sex a lot. Like his, his libido is it's bigger than, than mine. mine. Which um, is like, we all know this is what people do when they need to cover up something like, oh, look at us. We're great. Mm-hmm. Like we had sex on Sunday. Never ends well. <laughs> and then I'm not, I can't remember who calls her. I want to say, did Robin call her? No, it no. wouldn't have been Robin. Who, who was it? Who stirs the pot? It was Giselle. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so Giselle called. Giselle stirs the pot. And she's like, just checking on you. And she's like, what? What are you checking on? Yeah, she's like, acts like nothing happened. And she's like, well, like, have you read the news today? And she's like, oh, what? Um, I know all about it. Yeah, like, she, <laughs> do you believe she knew all about it at that point? I mean... So she's definitely playing the card of like, I can't talk about this because this is a court case. Yeah. The truth will set us free. And they can't really prove shit. It's his word against his word. Yeah, for I, sure. I, there's going to be reasonable doubt. I wonder what the update on it is. I don't know. We, we need Could to, you Google that? Yes. I Google that right now. <laughs> um, but she's definitely just kind of like, taking the stance of I'm just going to kind of pretend like nothing really bad is happening. And well, next week it seems like this has brought them closer together. How does he have so much money? He, he, must. he, he has so much money because she is, I think she is gorgeous. So on October 5th, 2018, the charges were dropped. Okay. And then she just had her baby last week. Yeah. So she was like pregnant. Okay. I wonder why they were dropped. If they got settled or... Insufficient evidence. I mean, that makes sense. It's his word against... Spokesman for the Montgomery County State Attorney's Office. The complaining witness states there were no witnesses to the actual incident. Yeah. Michael Darby knows how to grab butts. I mean, yeah, I don't think Allegedly. I don't think some person's just randomly going to say, like, yeah, he He grabbed my butt. butt. I mean, it was funny that Ashley kind of knew it was coming, and so she was like, oh, penis gate first, then this. Did Giselle and Robin get to the cameraman? And, like, 
it was kind of interesting that she took that route. No, she was like, I just find it really odd, the timing of this yeah. all. And I'm like, bitch, because it happened. Yeah. <laughs> Because he wanted and, to suck a dick two weeks ago, and now he wants to grab an ass this week. Like he has—he's a top and a bottom. <laughs> Maybe no. he's a bottom then. Was he? Oh, he grabbed the ass and he sucked the dick. Sorry, top and a bottom. Just <laughs> like Sonia Morgan. Yeah, um, Ramona's teeth. <laughs> we come full circle every week. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Um... Okay, so then basically we go to Katie's farm and we pull up. And so Robin like pulls Ashley right away, apologizes her, to her. Um, and then and then I thought it was really interesting. Like Candace apologizes to the table about her outburst from the previous week. Also, we need to talk about Katie's cheersing very first. How like about Katie's wigs, <laughs> they're so sad. Like, no. can Kim Zolciak, like, send... Kim, send help. Kim, if you're listening, send <laughs> Katie some wigs ASAP. Preferably not blonde, though. No. She needs darker wigs. Yes. But, and she's like, let's just cheers to peace and love and the vortex and the good times so and the, the bad times. So the vortex is the point... Okay, so the vortex in Katie's house is where her ex proposed to her. Did she ever marry him? No. Oh, okay. No. Ex-fiance. Okay. okay. Um, I mean, I liked that Candace was like, I'm going to own up to this. Like, it was my house. I caused a massive scene. I threw a butter knife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Casual I butter mean, knife. also, if I ask Once someone, again, to, speaking I ask of butter- to leave my house, why are they keep coming back inside my house? Like, because I'm Giselle angry. Because Giselle got her to bring her back. Um, but I also, I loved that, like, the pregnant girl was, like, summing everything up in her confessional. Like, who needs to say sorry to who? Yeah. Who's not involved? Um, I mean, why are we apologizing for talking about Michael Darby saying he wanted to suck someone's dick at a party? Like, I get that, like, Robin, I guess Robin is apologizing for her timing, maybe? Like, this wasn't the right time to bring it up? I don't know. That she she's apologizing for bringing it up. At the table in front of the group versus at, pulling her got aside. It, at house. Right. But also, so this spiraled into multiple fights. Yes. So it like was never ending. I honestly I couldn't keep up. And okay. especially because I didn't know all the girls' names and like their relationships and stuff. Okay. And so what do you have? What are your questions? Okay. I guess. Okay. So Candace, well, so she basically said. That in her in in there was like another fight because Candace said in her opinion she didn't think Ashley was trying to have a baby. That was okay. like so, and then it became like a started. judging a judging. Uh, they were talking about judging, and Candace just kept on saying, "Well, that's my opinion. That's my opinion." So that fight started weeks ago because supposedly Ashley told everyone that a doctor told her to stop binge drinking in order to like get pregnant. Okay. So she had a miscarriage. She likes to drink, as we all know, her and Michael Darby. Um, So Candace felt as though Ashley continuing to binge drink on their trips or on their dinners was her not wanting to have a baby. Oh, I get it. I get it. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Then, okay. And then Karen and Ashley got into a fight because of personal space. So they had some issues last season and the season before, I believe. 
So Karen is sort of like the LVP, right? She's like the matriarch. She mm-hmm. takes in the younger ones. She like coaches them. Well, and, and I thought that turning. was I thought that yeah. was interesting because she does come around and say like we need to build Ashley up right now. She's having a really hard time. And then flips the switch. Yeah. Yeah. So they were like very close I think in season 1 or season 2. She was trying to coach Ashley. Then Ashley pulled all this stuff with the air with Ray and the IRS and so it started with clank clank, which was Ashley. Right. Ashley right. was like saying that Ray was going to jail for tax evasion. Clank clank. Right. Which Karen rebuttaled with, "You better get Michael some soap for the shower because he's going to jail." Right. Right. Um, so they the like bar of soap. You might want to help it, your husband. You might want to help your husband with a bar of soap because right. Ashley had like drummed up old drama. So Karen fired back and like they're, but they were at like a seance like a week ago talking about Karen's parents and moving forward or two weeks ago, whatever it was. And like her and Ashley were like seemingly on good terms. But then we also had Katie like, okay, cheers to fake bitches and ass grabbing. Yeah. Like way to bring it up again. Right. Okay. And then, then Candace and the pregnant girl get into some shit. Monique. Yes. Samuels. They, and so... So her husband had, like, this most ridiculous contract with the Redskins. So, like, they're super wealthy. Okay. So that's, like, a little backstory. Okay. This is her third kid. She did miscarry. So this is her rainbow baby. And... Oh. She's definitely calmed down this season, but not on this episode at all. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to drag a bitch. (laughs) Uh, I'll drag a bitch even if I'm pregnant. Yeah. Um, and then you then, realize that this this feud continued last night on Twitter or on Sunday night on Twitter, right? No, Candace and Monique continued this. It seems I love that they like air their grievances, but also it feels like they very much like want to win the yes, fight for sure. Like, well, and this this and who's going to be on next season, right? Like, who's I think they all could be a back oh, on totally. Like, they all bring it. Like, but Candace is crazy. She's not rational. I don't think she's that... I mean, I wish you would have watched last season. Like, okay. she was really good on her intro season. I think, again, double-edged sword. Like, she's trying to drum up drama, but she's also trying to, like, speak her mind and not be the new girl. hmm And I feel like it's coming out in the wrong way. And I think that her issues with her mom are definitely bleeding into this whole situation. And to her, into her marriage. Like, her husband's like, I'm over this. Like, you're just ridiculous. And how much older is he than her? So she's like not, 32. She's, yeah, not that, I don't think it's that much. Okay. Also, did you see the older women on the edge of the oh, fights? Like, just oh, like, spectating on this two, The two neighbors. Well, the neighbor, and then it was Katie's mom. They were like, <laughs> what is happening? Like, why are they doing this? There was literally three separate fights all at one hoedown. Correct. It was, it was Karen and Ashley Plus Candace and Monique. Mm-hmm. Plus Candace and Ashley. Didn't well, we just say that one? Yeah, <laughs> no. Candace, Ashley, Monique, Candace, Ashley, Karen. I mean, and then the fourth fight was Katie and her wig. Yeah. Don't forget that fight, which Katie lost. Katie lost that terribly. one terribly. But I'm back. I'm I'm jumping on the train. I think I Ooh. need to like watch probably the first part of this season. To, yeah, and kind of get some backstory. And- yeah. But I really enjoy. I actually my heart rate went up during all this. Like with the I mean, fights. it's nice to see like an OG season that like is still willing to fight on camera. 
Absolutely. Because like we don't get and it very much anymore. Go down on like yeah. they were below the yeah. belt. Clank, clank. Your son, your husband's going to the IRS. Your husband sucks yeah. stick and grabs asses. I mean, hopefully, Monique and Kansas will Candace will come back together. I don't see that happening versus via Twitter on Sunday night. Check that out, y'all. Like they, it was ugly. Okay. Gonna be a good reunion. They probably haven't filmed it yet. No, no, no. They're episode ten or eleven right now, so they've got a little bit of ways to go. They only do like sixteen, I think, episodes on Potomac. They're a little bit smaller. Do they go on trips? They do. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they I don't think they've done any yet. Okay. Yeah, they're early in their season. Um, but I think they'll probably wrap them up mid like OC before I don't think they'll run all three. They'll probably wrap up before Dallas, I imagine. So because Potomac is a smaller season. Any final thoughts? Um, thank you for having me back. Loved you. I loved the feedback from everybody, so I definitely <laughs> took, that, I took that into account. Um, I think you did great. You're you. five stars. Thank you very much. I love five stars. Five stars. Five stars only, guys. Write five us a review. Yes, please. Courtney. If you want to see more of me, oh, yeah. Go. just ask. <laughs> I'll, I'll tag him, and you can follow yes, him on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram for sure. Him and his boyfriend are super cute. Should I do my own podcast? Yeah, you can tell him if he should do his own podcast. Yes, definitely. You should tell me if I should do my own podcast. I love that. Because I could like do Potomac, Atlanta, which you don't do. Totally. I could just do what you, you don't there's do. There's plenty to yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Thanks, guys, and have a great week. Bye. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.